Production. Recorded live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Really exciting stuff right here on the author's Nook channel. WIRA Internet Radio right here on TalkShoe. Oh, yeah. This is our first author's month, first annual author's month. Ladies and gentlemen, really excited to bring you our first author, Sola. Morrison, uh, and uh, it, 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 it's really exciting to bring her on. Uh, you know, before we bring her on, though, we have to uh, let everybody know about Authors Month and what we actually do here and the excitement of Authors Month. Um, I came up with the whole idea of Authors Month. I thought, you know, it's very important to highlight authors. Uh, I, I think it's important because, you know, a lot of authors, they don't get the, the acclaim that they really should, and a lot of these books are really good, you know, and uh, I want to highlight those people. I want to highlight the little people. I'm telling you, you know, I don't want to highlight these big head honcho people that already have huge bases and stuff like that. I want to highlight the writers that are you know, on Amazon, on uh, Barnes & Noble, you know, including myself, by the way, yeah, you know. But, uh, you know, I want to highlight the people that are not ordinarily noticed, you know, by a lot of people, you know. And when it comes down to it, ladies and gentlemen, you know, all authors should have a right to have a huge base because why not? Why not? You know, because they try their best, they try their hardest, they are very creative and imaginative, and they should all have their own base, you know, and I think it's awesome, ladies and gentlemen, moving forward, you know, with these shows, I'm hoping that we can increase, you know, some of the bases of these authors, you know, and that's the whole goal of these shows, and that's why I'm so excited, you know, uh, is because it allows me to also delve into the author's brain, it allows me to delve into their books, and we talk about their books, and we talk about their writing styles, and so on and so forth, ladies and gentlemen. You know, and when it comes down to it, you know, everybody has a different writing style. Everybody has a different creativity about them. Everybody has a different imagination, you know. Um, you know, and again, just like with anything, it's their own unique experience. You know, writing books is the author's unique experience. You know, so we want to delve into that unique experience and see, you know, how long it took the author to write the book, how long it took the author to publish the book, you know, how long, uh, you know, it came to them for the idea of these great books, you know, and so on and so forth. We're going to have people on here that have series of books, we're going to have people that just have one book, people that have 20 books, you know, there, you know there's going to be a, a multitude of different folks, you know, that come on to the show, you know, there's going to be first startup writers that come here, uh, there's going to be, you know, person that has one book and, and they're really excited to be here because this is their first time being an author, you know, that would be me, <laughs> you know, I have one book and I'm proud of it. You know, but, um, you know, when it comes down to it, it's, um, that's what I want these shows to be. I want them to be an enlightener. 
to folks. You know, there are authors out there that want to come out and speak, you know, and, and, and get engaged with their fans and get engaged with the people that read their books, you know, and get engaged with people like me, you know, and, and so on and so forth, you know. Um, and it's just awesome. It's just great. Um, like I said, Authors Month will be every June, okay? So we'll be booking, obviously, earlier next time. This is our first time doing this. We are a startup, uh, you know, organization here, WIRN, uh, also uh, part of the JGF organization, which is also a startup. Um, and we are just learning the ropes, and we are just starting things up as we go along. You know, so next year will even be better than this year, you know. But, hey, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to start Authors Month here in June. This is a JGF organization thing. This is a WIRN Internet radio thing, you know. And when it comes down to it, ladies and gentlemen, you know, like I said, I mean, it's, it's about the author. Author's Nook is about the author. It's about what's going on in the author's brain and so on and so forth. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, our first author of Authors Month 2015, Sola Morrison. Hello, Sola. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing well. I, I'm really, Like I said, I'm really excited, and I hope you are just as excited as I am. Oh, me too. I hope they're all out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and like I said, anybody can call in, you know, just by following the call-in info right down here uh, underneath the chat room. And for those of you who don't know, if you click on the link that I put in the, uh, the FB event, uh, you could actually come to the chat room yourself and log in and ask your questions right here in the chat room. Yeah. So... Like I said, you know, there's a lot of different things that go into this, and I'm so happy I actually have the chat room access, you know, so we can, uh, you know, move along with the show here. But, um, Sola, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, give us a little bio and background on yourself. Oh, okay. Well, I am 35. Well, actually, I'm 36. I just celebrated my birthday a few days ago. Um. I am the author of The Demon Chronicles. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I was born and raised in Minnesota. Uh, I now live in Texas. And um, I'm a bit of the military, uh, so I did four years in the Navy. And let's see. And I love writing, playing video games, and um, guacamole. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> No, but uh, uh, I have to thank you for your service, obviously, because you served our country, and uh, and we will always thank our uh, troops when they come on. So thank you for uh, for your service to our country. Appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Um, thank you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just say thank you. When people thank me for my service, I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, I, I don't know. Really, I really don't know how to reply to that because they're <laughs> – I think there's other people who've done more than I have in the military, but it wasn't an easy feat, so it was pretty mm-hmm. hard. Glad it's over with. 
but you still served, and you still have to get a thank you. That's what it is. You know that. You know that's that's what it's all about. If you serve in our armed forces, you give up your life. You know, uh, and you give up. Uh, you know, um, you know your yourself to to fight for our country and to you know uh, allow us to have our freedom. So no matter what you did, you still get a thank you. So there you go. Um, Yep, and uh, also, also, uh, you know, like I said, I'm really excited to uh, have our guests on today. Uh, You can also call in if you have to ask a question or you have to give a comment. Yeah, you don't really have to do anything, but if you'd like to, that would be awesome. That would be great. <laughs> you know, uh, and you can call in at uh, 724-444-7444. Caller ID, uh, which is going to prompt you to, uh, to add the caller ID, is 137-087, number sign. You have to add the number sign, ladies and gentlemen. And then it's going to ask you for a pin, and everybody's pin is one number sign. Okay, if you guys want to call in, ask questions, have any comments for Sola, that would be awesome. We bring on all our callers 15 minutes before the end of the show. So let's get excited about that, and we're going to move forward right now. And we're going to talk about these books, Sola, okay? Uh, yes. You know, and, and the... the uh, D Deham Deham Chronicles. It is. Uh, you have two books. It seems like uh, to this series, uh, right? You have uh, the first book, Deham, uh, Deham, and then you have the second book, The Dark Curse. Uh, yes. Do you want? Uh, want to tell a little bit about these books? Um. Well, let's see. Uh, I guess I can start from the beginning. Um, I I like to read. Um, so I've always wanted to write a novel that, uh, a vampire novel, for example. And, however, I always thought that there could be something different because all the vampire novels I've read have dealt with, um, you know, obviously you think of vampires, think of them sucking blood. And recently there's been a lot of romance in vampire novels with, you know, a, I don't know, a thousand-year-old vampire who falls in love with a high school girl. And I didn't really want to write that. So... I did a lot of research, and I found out that there are different types of vampires in mythology all around the world. So I wanted to deal with psychic vampires. And so I decided, okay, well, I'm going to, like, go down a different route. Don't deal with the bloodsuckers. Deal with psychic vampires. So um, I started brainstorming the idea back in, like, I think it was, like, 1999. Um, And by that time I got in the military, I didn't really write it. So after I got out, I waited a few years and started writing it. So it took me about 10 years to actually get it all together for the first novel. And um, it's actually doing rather well. Um, a lot of people like it. Again, I don't really deal with romance. So um, my books pretty much deal with, I believe vampires are, they're dead creatures, if you want to put it that way. So I feel like they, you know, in order to live, they have to survive. And I think that should be the number one priority instead of falling in love. So that's what mine deal with. So it's it's a little dark. It's on the dark side. It's not bloody or gore for gore's sake. It's just um, pretty much supernatural creatures who have to survive and they'll do anything they can to to survive. 
And in the first novel, a woman's mother, her name is Veronica, her mother disappeared on the streets of Minneapolis researching these creatures. And she decides when she's older to go there and retrace her mother's footsteps to find out what happened to her. And in doing so, this just opens up a whole can of, I don't know, uh, just horrible things that happen. And pretty much it just puts the creatures kind of almost in the spotlight. And, um, yeah, so that's what that book's about. So (laughs) hopefully that answers your question. Okay, awesome. Uh, You know, um, I'm looking at the covers of these books. I mean, it looks like these these vampires look like real people, you know. Um, Well, on the first cover, I'm sorry, the first cover, um, Veronica, and by the way, I named her after one of my friends, Veronica. <laughs> she, uh, that She's on the cover. Okay. Um, so in the second book, though, uh, that, which is Dark Curse, um, that is Lucius, and he is a demon. So he's on the cover because the book's kind of more around him. The first book's more about her. She finds out, I don't want to give any spoilers, but she finds out that Lucius has something to do with her mother's disappearance. Mm-hmm. And the second book, when she kind of discovers that and puts it on the open, it just creates this whole tension. And um, the creatures have dark eyes, so I don't know if you can, if you're looking at the image now, you can see that his eyes are black. Yes, I see. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, but there's different versions. There's, there's four. Actually, in a total, there's eight types of demon. They're categorized by how they feed. And again, I when I researched, I figured out that there's a lot of different type of psychic vampires. So I had to narrow it down to eight. Oh, but okay. in the, yeah, there's like, I think it was like over a hundred that I found. It was really hard to narrow it down because they were all so cool. <laughs> um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I narrowed it down to to eight. and But that was just too many to put in one book. So um, there's only four in the first book and in the second book. The other four are extinct. Um, and that is because the first four killed them. It's not a little complicated, but let's just say it's it's very interesting because um, they struggle with for the, within themselves, but they also struggle with their own kind. Mm-hmm. So they really don't group. Like there's not like five of them running around in a group together. They don't trust their own kind, mm-hmm. so they only rely on themselves. So pretty much they and they're not trustworthy. So they're kind of loners. Mm-hmm. But when they do get together, it's like a lot of tension. But some of the tension does progress the story further. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So, I mean, to me, the uh, the cover tells the whole story. So, obviously, the first book is about her, the, yeah. you know, and the second cover is about him because, hey, that's just the way it is. The cover tells the whole story. You know, yeah. um, you know and uh, when it comes down to it, I mean, you know, it seems... Like, it's a very interesting plot, you know, that you, I don't know, are you reading to some sort of a romance here? Uh, I mean, how many books are actually going to be in this series, and are you leading to somewhat of a romance in talking about the female character first, and then the male character second? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, Well, my whole intention was in romance, and in the beginning, I just wanted there to be three books. Um, but the more I started getting into, because each character has a really unique history and background, and so I figured, okay, well, after you know two books, I'm like, well, I have to have a third book, and then there's a fourth book. So 
as of right now, I'm, I really don't have a set amount of books I want for there to be in these series. I'm just going to, like for me, I feel like uh, as long as it takes. Okay. Obviously, I'm hoping it's not going to be 20 books, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. you know, as long as it takes. So um, I don't want to squeeze it all in because I do want to give, like, the main characters and some of the supporting characters uh, the spotlight, if you want to call it that. So yeah. as in, about romance, I mean, there's not really um, – Veronica, her main goal is she's strong-willed, but at the same time she's a little naive because she really doesn't know what she's stepping into. Mm-hmm. So, her whole attention is to find out what happens to her mother, and she knows that they're around. The creatures are around. She knows a little bit about them mm-hmm. um, because of her father and her mother, who works for an organization that actually documents and researches these creatures. Ah. So she doesn't want to fall in love with them. She just wants to find out what happened to her mother. That's the that's the end goal. However, a few of the creatures do find themselves like mesmerized by her, but not to the point that they will fall on their knees and worship her every being. But their their infatuation is more dangerous than, I would say, romantic. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you don't really want them to be infatuated with you because it's yeah. not going to lead to anything good. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, so let's delve into the characters a little bit. I mean, what's your favorite character and, and why? Ooh. Um, ooh, so many. <laughs> Um, ooh, I'm going to say Remy. Um, and there are a few people, I think, that would agree with me. He's he's a smart ass. I hope I can say that. <laughs> uh, he's a little, uh, he's a little snarky. Um, and he has a history, a bad history with females in general. Um, he does kind of get infatuated with Veronica. Um, but again, it's not like something that, you know, can lead to romance. I I like him because he, his scenes are really easy for me to write and fun. I love writing his scenes. Um, and a lot of my readers who have reviewed the book have messaged me, emailed me. Um, they really like him. And I didn't really, and some of them actually really think that he's, like, sexual. And I really didn't write him to be that way. But that's the way he's coming out, so... I mean, more power to them if that's how they see it. Some of them probably consider him their book boyfriends. <laughs> You've heard of that term before. Yeah, or that phrase. Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, so what is your most powerful character? Your most powerful character in, in any of your books? What is the most powerful character that you have out there? Okay. Powerful character, I would have to say, is Anastasia. Um, she is one of the oldest in the books, but she's about like 400 years. Um, so obviously there are some that are older than her, but she sticks out the most. Her history is pretty dark. Um, from what I revealed about her history is that she, she was really bloodthirsty, kind of like a, not a criminal, but she was like, she would just go on rampages without a care in the world. Um, now she's more toned, like not toned, but she's more relaxed. Um, but you can see instances in her where she struggles with her old self and her new self. So that's why she, I think she's powerful because there's so much room for her to grow and adapt. And, um, unlike Remy, cause Remy's kind of straightforward. She can go in either direction, 
there are some scenes where she's just like, oh, okay. And then there's other scenes where she's just, she goes crazy um, because that's her nature. So I really like writing her because I feel like I can be really flexible with her and a lot of readers won't like email me with horrible messages, you know, like, what did you do to her? Why is she like this? Because they understand that there is a reason behind her madness. There's a message for madness. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> in, in, in everyone, in real life as well, there's a method to everybody's madness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so the next question is, what was the hardest of the characters to portray? The hardest character to write? Yes. To basically portray in the book and hmm. to, to write about. Okay, there's a few. <laughs> the first one that comes to mind is um, Maurice. Um, she, Anastasia fired her, um, and she's also uh, in the, the newest books that I released a few months ago. Um, she, it's really hard to write because her character is a little young, and she has a really unstable history. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Anastasia has a really horrible history, but Maurice's is more unstable and unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And she, she's been told her whole life that these people are going to protect her because she's important to these creatures. Um, however, she's always betrayed. So it's hard to like write a character where they don't trust anyone. And, again, I said before that these creatures don't trust anyone, and it's kind of easy just to say, for example, Anastasia is like, I don't trust you. But for Maurice, it's it's harder because she is very, um, I don't want to say naive, but she's very, actually, no, I will say naive. And her choices lead her down the wrong path. They always do. So I hate to see that, but that's the way she is. So it's really hard to write it because I kind of want her to, like, grow a little bit. But I feel like for her character, she's going to be not stag- well, stagnant in how she trusts people. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to keep that because I like my characters to kind of expand and grow. Gotcha. Gotcha. So she's she's kind of the hardest one to really expand and grow. Yeah. 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 Because of her personality, per se. Right? Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So... Moving on, now we're going to delve into your psyche a little bit, okay? Now we explained, you know, a little bit about some of the characters, right? And now my question to you is, do you see in any of the characters some of your traits? Hmm. A little bit part of me in any of the characters? Huh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. I see um I see a little bit of me and Veronica uh about when I'm determined if I want to do something, I'm going to do everything I can to get it done. Mm-hmm. So, and but at the same time, like if people tell me advice, I I'm really hard-headed to listen to their advice. I feel like I can handle it all on my own. Mm-hmm. So, that part of Veronica I do see. Um I'm not going to say anything about Anastasia because obviously I don't want to go on bloodthirsty rampages. <laughs> but, um, and, and, yeah, I think, I think that's probably the only part I really see myself in those characters. Okay. Um, Veronica. Okay. Okay. Uh, interesting. Interesting. You don't see yourself in any of the male characters. 
Mm. Well, there is one character. Um, he's a human. His name is Kenneth, but he's a he's an a hole. <laughs> um, um, I guess everyone could be that a hole. So I, I think I could, you know, I, I maybe the a hole part of him I can see myself, but I'm a sweet person. <laughs> but if you push me to like the limit, I can see myself like turning into like a miniature Kenneth. Um, but. You know, minus the killings. Minus <laughs> <laughs> the killing, right. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Um, so when you write about your male characters, I mean, uh, do you foresee them, like, as relationship material for yourself? Like, would you want one of your male characters to be your mate, per se? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, I couldn't. Um, the male characters, like the human ones, are um, part of Veronica's father, his her father's organization, so they always have bad motives. So I could not see myself dating anyone like that. And then I looked on the demon side, the demon side, and you know, I see Remy, and uh, there's a few other characters in my, um, those characters, there's, they're, I don't see myself dating a vampire. I've never really fantasized about it <laughs> like other people have. So mm-hmm. I, that doesn't really appeal to me, so I would have to say no. Gotcha, gotcha. So then why all these evil male characters then? Why portray in your book that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, badness going on with your male characters? I mean, well, the, yeah, that's kind of interesting, don't you think? Why why portray your males to be bad? Well, actually, there is another male character, Aiden, and he's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally, he's, but I still want to see myself dating him. He's a demon, but he's not bad. He's more, um, as I said before, demon, they only care about themselves. They, they don't trust one another. But he actually, he and Maurice, they kind of bonded. Mm-hmm. So he feels like he can protect her. However, he's not really strong enough to protect her, but he tries. Right, right. So um, he is actually, I would say, the good part of Demon in general. Um, okay. So, yeah, so not all of them are bad. Not all of them are bad. But but in their nature, it's their nature in Bredism itself, it's, it's bad. So gotcha. even if they try to do good, you know, eventually some things, I mean, some things might work out for the best, but most of the time it's going to end up bad because that's just how they are. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, And we'll move on to the publishing questions now. How long did it actually take you to publish uh, your first book? Um, About 10 years. The, yeah, 10 years. The first publishing company, um, they picked it up in 2008. They're, they're not around anymore. Um, they were going to release it, and I guess something happened. They went under. So I got my rights back. And then um, the second company was Rainstorm Press, and they released it. And I recently got my rights back from them um, just this year. So I decided just to go self-publishing because I felt like it was a lot more relaxing. So about 10, 10 years. and okay. Yeah. Ten years, all right. And in those ten years, I mean, like obviously there was trials and tribulations, right? I mean, like you oh, had yeah. to, yeah, you had probably a lot of uh, naysayers and rejections, correct? Oh, I had tons of rejections. It was 
to the, I think, I did the old-fashioned way in the beginning. I did the whole send out the query letters, and then some of them, they did request, like, the, the manuscript. And so I had to print it out and send it in and do all the formatting. And, you know, you would never hear from them, or you might hear something from them rejecting it. So I got about, like, I think over 30 rejection letters. And I did not want to do self-publish. I, 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 at first, I refused because I always heard online people talking about how it was, like, bad. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I didn't really know any better. So I was like, well, I'm going to avoid that. You know, I'm just going to try to go the other route. But mm-hmm. the more and more I started hearing about it and the more I really, like, I was like, you know what, I'm going to look at this, research it, see what these self-published authors, how they're doing. And I looked, and I was like, well, it doesn't seem that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, but then I found an indie publisher, and I decided to go that route. And I looked into it more, and I, I found out, like, you know, self-publishing is really, I like it. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. So um, so I just decided to do, go that route. Mm-hmm. All right. That's good, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I uh, actually went through an upstart publishing company. It took me 10 years, still, actually. Oh. <laughs> it was really interesting that you said 10 years. Um I had a lot of naysayers and, and rejection letters as well, you know, uh, from regular publishing companies. And and then I just, after a while, just gave up, you know, and I just said to myself, yeah, nah, well, uh, I'll just hang out and wait for a little while and see what comes along. And I was yeah. going to then self-publish, you know, but then I just said to myself, well, let me try to seek out somebody. I have all these friends. Let me try to seek out someone and, and see. And then it just turned out that somebody I had on my show actually came on to talk about their new publishing company. So I was like, wow, this is great. This is where I could go. So I said, you know, I have a book that I want to publish. Oh, wow, that's great. You know, we'll take your book on. You had us on your show. Like, that's awesome, you know. Uh, and uh, they wanted to publish in the book uh, June 1st. Actually, mm-hmm. June first, two thousand and thirteen. You know, uh, so it was ten years after I tried to, you know, publish on my own. Um, and it turned out it was my uh, master's thesis uh, that I wanted to publish. And I, you know, I had to change it around a little bit, you know, to fit book format. You know, but um, it's out there. It's out there on uh, Amazon and, and Barnes and Noble as well, you know. So, um, you know, yeah, there are a lot of trials and tribulations, you know, when it comes to, you know, publishing. You know, especially if you want to do it the traditional way, you definitely need a literary agent. Yeah, did you go out and get a literary agent for this, or you just did it yourself? I got close. I did also query agents, um, but at that time when I was doing that. I guess Twilight was huge. So, of course, like, they all wanted to look at it, but then when I told them, you know, the specifics about my manuscript there, they rejected it. So I guess maybe it was just bad timing on my part. So I decided just to go straight to, like, the indie, like, publishers without the, <clears throat> excuse me, without the the agent. And hopefully I thought maybe in the future when things work out, maybe an agent will see and or maybe if I you know, send in another letter, they might accept me. But as of right now, I don't really, I mean, I, I really don't have any interest right now. If it comes along, I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not going to yeah. go out of my way to do it. I, I like where I'm at right now. I feel like I have more control. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously I put more money into it. And that's no, another thing I want to talk about just shortly. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of authors who want to self-publish. And it's, I'm all for it, but the problem with self-publishing can be like some people, they, they can make their own book covers or they can edit their own manuscript. But you have to put money into it. You you know, I I have an editor, and obviously an editor's not – an editor should catch most of the mistakes, but we're all human. No one's perfect. You know, I've seen, you know, errors in the big five. I've seen, you know, the big five publishing companies, some of their books. I've seen errors as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's always going to be an error, so that's why you have beta readers or people who will read the novel. And then you have to look for a cover artist. And, like, my covers weren't cheap, but they're models. <laughs> So, I mean, I or great stock photos. So I feel like you have to put a lot of money into it. And you can't just, like, write a book, edit it yourself, do your own cover, and put it up there, unless you are multi-talented. But even editing your own novel, that's that's tricky. That's kind of the dark gray area I wouldn't go into. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. And there's a lot of I, – I don't – there's one website that actually – I don't want, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to give them uh, attention, but they, they make it their job to put out lo- uh, book covers for, for self-publishing, and they make fun of these book covers. And when oh. I found out about the site, there are so many different book covers on there, and I mean they tear the book covers apart. They make wow. fun of it. They do this. And I don't think some authors out there realize that that website exists, but it's out there. And it's kind of sad, but when you look at some of these covers, you're like, yeah, you know, you have to put, you have to put more time and effort into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, the cover is everything, I think. You know, I, I, that's why when the author comes on you know, to the author's nook here, I always talk about the cover first, you know, because yeah. I want to know where the cover comes from. I want to know, you know, a little bit about the, the story before we get into the story. And a little bit of the story is actually uh, told on the cover, you know. Yeah. And, and that, that's that's why I really like to talk about the cover first. And... Um, you know, you're right. It's all about the cover. It really is. Mm-hmm. You know, and if really somebody's making fun of covers, uh, I, uh, you know, maybe we could talk afterwards and I, I could get the name of that company so I don't use them, you know, uh, and uh, so on and so forth. Um, I'm not really excited to hear that, you know, companies making fun of covers. No, I, yeah. I you know, yeah. Um, I'll definitely uh, give it to you after. I'll, I'll yeah, let you know. Yeah, afterwards, yeah, because hopefully it's not the company that I'm working with. Anyway, <laughs> uh, if it is, i got to move on. <laughs> you know uh, anyway, um, uh, you know, it's, it, like I said, it's, it's so so exciting, these shows, because you really, you know, you don't only delve into the book, but you delve into the mind of the author. So why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, Sola, about your writing style, you know, uh, how did you start writing, and where did your writing really eclipse, you know, uh, and, and tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, the first, I think the first story I wrote was a short story in fifth grade, and you might laugh. Um, it was about a toilet that came to life and wow. was chasing these kids down the street, and these ki- and these other kids were detectives, and they had to figure out how it came to life. Mm-hmm. So it was it was weird, but the my teacher loved it. So um, <laughs> uh, she, she called it. I remember she said something about it being unique. And yeah. looking back at yeah. it now, it's, I, I still have it, and it's, it's oh my god, it's horrible. But you know, it was fifth grade. But it was really it's, it's nice to read it. But um, 
and so I kind of started with that. And then um, in high school, I was writing poetry, and I wrote a few stories in high school, which I still have. Um, I actually wrote a three-series novel when I was in high school about werewolves, which I was thinking about publishing later, but obviously I'd have to rewrite it because it's probably pretty bad right now. Um, so that's when I started writing. And then um, afterwards, uh, I kind of decided to start with more short stories. And so I had a few short stories published here and there. Um, and one story called The Sisyphus, I always pronounce it wrong, Syndrome. That one a lot of people liked. Um, and then I think after that one, I started getting back into like even novel because I thought maybe I, I needed to actually write this novel. So I've been, I would say, writing since fifth grade. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That's awesome, you know? I mean, like, yeah. it's all about the imagination. It's all about the creativity of the author, you know, and to actually actually have a toilet come to life, that's amazing. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I, you know, honestly, I think I, I never heard of anybody writing about a toy, toilet coming to life, but, hey, that's amazing, and that's your creativity there. You know, that's yeah. your creativity, that's your imagination running wild, and that's awesome. That's great. You know, uh, and, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, your, your writing style seems very, um, uh, very I don't hold, yeah, I don't hold anything back. Like, I have a lot of ideas in my head, and, and I prefer writing a third person than first person. Mm -hmm. So, because my ideas start with characters. Um, on, my first character was Anastasia, even though she was not the main character. It was Veronica. But she, mm -hmm. Anastasia was the character, and I kind of based the book around her. And then I came up with Veronica, and I was like, okay, she's going to be the main character. So I start with characters, and I love history. I love characters with a really good, inter interesting background as well. So if I can tie in any historical things into the characters, then I'm all for it. Um, so then afterwards, then I kind of, like, branch out to the storyline. Like, like, some authors write, um, they might write down, all right, chapter one, this is what happened. Chapter two, this is what happened. I do that, but I never stick with it. I'll do it, and I find myself going back, changing and changing. So um, sometimes I can write the story from A to Z, like in, in order, and sometimes I can write it, like, from Z to A, backwards, yeah. to, or sometimes I can write scenes here and there in the middle, then I'll write the ending and the beginning, and then I'll tie it all together. Okay, okay. Um, so you like history. I like that, because yeah, I like I history, it. too. I'm a big history buff myself. So in your books, I mean, do you talk about vampire history? I mean, uh, do you even bring Dracula into it? Uh, <laughs> well, there are um, there are vampires um, in the novel as well. So vampires and demons are two separate creatures, but they're pretty much, you know, if you want to call demons vampires, you can, because they were created, they were actually, in my, okay, in my novels, vampires are pretty much, they've always been there. Um, demon actually were created to like pretty much to give the vampires a, a challenge if you want to say that so I do kind of uh, with the vampires I, I do kind of put in a few history with some of the vampire characters in my novel like um, there's one uh, Alexis she was sired uh, in 1777 near the battle of Oriskany I think I pronounced that wrong Four bullet names, which happened in northeast uh, 
kind of think, no, not Maine, uh, in that area, region, northeast America, northeast okay. of the United States. Okay. Um, and then I have another character um, uh, who pretty much her beginnings were, I, I kind of want to get away from like the Rome, Egypt beginnings because I love Roman history. I love Egyptian history. Oh, yeah. It's been overused. So, um, Celine, actually, she uh, is a Viking. She was born in uh, Norway. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of like to venture. And then I have another character who uh, was born uh, in Mexico. Uh, well, not Mexico. Well, yeah, kind of Mexico. Around the 1830s, right around where Texas was about to begin the revolution. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I have a, a different historical you know, tie-ins with the characters. And I do talk about it a little bit. Um, however, I don't... To go back into their history, it would have to be a whole other novel. And I did do that with Marie. Mm-hmm. Um, with the third novel that's out, she um, she actually was born in London, so I talked in the late 1800s. But then okay. she goes to America, so she experiences, like, America, you know, the 1920s, the jazz age, um, to the 30s depression. So she, I do kind of go swiftly over that. So it kind of gives her, like I said, I love history. So it kind of, it, I think it makes the characters more rounded. Oh, yeah. I, I love history and I love Egyptian and Roman history too. I'm a big, big buff of uh, Roman history. Um, and actually, that's what my book is about. Actually, it's the Roman Empire versus America, basically. So it's actually True. really interesting. Uh, book, you know, a historical book, but yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, really, really interesting book, you know, it basically, you know, ties in, you know, a little bit of Roman Empire, a little bit of America, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, the two biggest empires the world has ever known, you know, and, and so on and so forth, you know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, history is a great thing, you know, it's and, uh, you know, to tie it in to your characters is awesome, but it sounds like also, uh, so that you have to also open up, open up your mind to stuff like special gift, the paranormal, you know, uh, you know, the supernatural and so on and so forth to write books like this, you know, and did you open up your mind to like the supernatural and the paranormal and stuff like that? Yeah. When I was researching again, like I found so much, um, information out there. Like, I could not believe that there are people out there who did not incorporate this into their, you know, novels, especially if they were supernatural, you know, writers, paranormal writers. Um, so, in doing so, I did, uh, I did use, like, I, I had to get into, like, some of it, some of it was really weird. Some of it was, like, way out there. Um, I try not to get too much into the whole, you know, God versus devil thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, depending on if you're a Christian or if you're not a Christian, you know, I, I didn't really want to dwell into that. Yeah. So I just kind of stuck with, like, every type of mythology, there's always, there's always good and evil. There's always going to be good and evil. And I figured that there's always going to be, like, a head leader of evil and a head leader of good. Mm-hmm. So, um, but again, I didn't want to, like, venture into, like, the religious aspect. So I kind of just dealt with the creatures that either might have served the good or the bad or features who just might have existed. Yeah, because you really don't want to delve into, you know, politics or religion, you know, because yeah. that's, that splits people, 
you know, and you want to bring people together with the books that you write, you know. Uh, and uh, by staying away from the religious aspect, I think that was good on your part, you know, that you did that. Um, but just talking about, you know, the whole uh, paranormal and uh, supernatural aspect, I mean, like, it seems like a lot of your characters fit that description, you know, being that it's talking more uh, of a, uh, a vampire. Vampires are, are usually looked at either as uh, supernatural or, you know, in some cases, cryptozoological, you know, and it really uh, is, uh, you know, uh, interesting, you know, when you go into that stuff. You know, I, I, I know a lot of writers, you know, through my good friend Michelle Hughes. I don't know if you know her. Uh, and uh, uh, she, um, you know, she introduced me to a lot of these folks, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that write, you know, vampire novels and stuff like that and, and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, when it comes down to it, 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 to me, it's more supernatural and paranormal and, and special gift type stuff. You know, when you start talking about, you know, vampires and stuff like that, you know, so yeah. that's why I brought up that aspect to see where you fit in with that whole, that whole thing, you know. Well, um, I, I mean, I, 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 okay, well, I do like things that are out of the ordinary. So I do like the supernatural paranormal side. Um, I also did write, uh, I do have a few books that I have not published yet that deal with people with powers. So, like, I kind of like anything that's abnormal out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if that can be incorporated into, like, the supernatural. Because, yeah, again, people think supernatural. Vampires, werewolves, fairies, shifters. Um, yeah. 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 And I also, but for me, I think supernatural can be a lot broad because, uh, you know, anything that's abnormal might be supernatural to you. It might, you know, so it's well, non-natural. <laughs> right. right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and stuff like fairies and trolls, you know, and all of those things are considered... Dragons. <laughs> yeah, dragons, yeah. right. All, all super, you know, supernatural, uh, unexplained, you might even say, you know, and, and uh, you know, all that fits into into one category, really, you know. So I, I like it, you know, and that, that's the only thing I have to say about that is, you know, when you start opening up your mind, you know, to these various topics, um, it gives you a whole other wealth of knowledge that you could use, you know, in your books. Like I felt that, you know, just by talking to you now, it seems like you use a lot of that knowledge, you know, through the history, you know, with the different characters and stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so let's chat a little bit about, you know, how's, how's your family with you writing? I mean, does your family back you up? Do they, uh, do they help you out with your, uh, you know, your various, uh, you know, events that you have going, like book signings and stuff like that? How's your, how's your family with all of this writing thing? Um, in the beginning, they kind of were just like, oh, it's a phase, it'll pass. <laughs> um, but now they're a lot, they're a lot more supportive. Um, and I told them, like right now, uh, currently, uh, my novel, uh, the first one and the second one are uh, in the top 100 in uh, on Amazon under, uh, I think it's Thriller and Suspense Vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing rather well. I've sold a lot of copies these past few days. 
And okay. I told him about that, and my mom was so excited. So she has my novels. Um, she's, uh, but she's a slow reader, so she's still reading the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so I told her to take her time. Like, so yeah, they're very supportive. Um, and my brother, he has a copy. My sister has a copy. Um, a few days ago, my aunt and uncle called, and his uh, girlfriend is reading it. So they're they're very supportive. Um, I'm lucky because a lot of people don't have that. That's great. That's great. You know, so that's all, you know, when you have the support, you know, behind you and stuff like that. Did you ever think of incorporating some of your family life into your books? What do you think? Uh, I think the only corporation I have is, like, uh, the fact that it takes place in Minneapolis where I was born and raised. (laughs) Okay. All right. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Because I love Minneapolis. It's a beautiful, beautiful city. And plus, obviously, I know it well. I don't live there now. I live in Texas, but um, I I do go back and visit, obviously. And it's always changing. It's growing. So um, I I still remember it. So I I'm like, well, you know, just use something I'm used to, and I will it'll stay in Minneapolis for a while. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only thing I probably would use. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so what do you like about Texas? I mean, tell us a little bit about Texas, living down in Texas. How is it? Everything's big in Texas. <laughs> no, it's, um, well, my, uh, my, my husband's here, so I, I see here, um, it's a pretty big place. I, I like open spaces. Um, believe it or not, I am a country girl. I'm not country girl. I'm a city girl, but I like the country as well. Uh-huh. So, um, I like to just, like, sit out and not hear, like, you know, the buses and smells of sauce and noises. Sometimes I like peace and quiet. I like to sit on a deck and just with my laptop, just write and hear nothing mm-hmm. and just look out and see open space. So um, Texas has a lot of that. That's awesome. Uh, That's and so I like it. I, I, I like that. I mean, obviously there's things that I don't like about Texas, but, um, you know, at the same time, when I first moved here, I always heard bad things about it. But it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a really, really huge, beautiful, beautiful state. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so we do got a call. I want to start bringing on the callers now. We have one caller here uh, that was calling in earlier uh, that wanted to talk to you. So we're going to bring on uh, Western Central Illinois. Hello, you're on the air. Hey. Hi. 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 Hey. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. Good. You have any Thanks. questions or comments? I have a question because she mentioned it, and I'm a big fan of her books. Who is Sola? Huh? I'm sorry, <laughs> not hear you. I mean, not oh. Sola. Still, it's Celine. Sorry. Oh, Celine. 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 Um. Yeah. You want to know who's Celine? See, I haven't heard of that in these books yet, and the first I'm hearing of it, and so I, I must know who is Celine. Um, Celine is um, Lucius. You've heard of Lucius, I'm assuming. Right. In the, okay. So uh, Lucius, uh, he sired Celine. So she is pretty much, uh, when a demon sires another demon, they are loyal to an extent. Again, they don't trust one another but they just have, like, a bond. So she's bonded to him. So pretty much she'll do whatever he tells her to do. And um, she ends up, actually, in the first book, she uh, she's there in a little bit. She helps Veronica because that's what Lucius wants her to do. 
and the second book, her and Lucius go on a whole different path, which uh, pretty much is more destructive because Lucius wants her to go on that path. So she's kind of, um, she doesn't like Anastasia. So you'll find out later that she's very, um, she's also destructive. And um, what happens to her, I'm not going to give away spoilers, but uh, what happens to her Mm. is somewhat (laughs) well-deserved. I don't mind spoilers. You know, spoilers, other, <laughs> other colors might mind spoilers. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, she's, she can be um, also, again, I, I, I'm not going to use profanity, um, but she can be uh, a word that rhymes with witch. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I'll that there. Yeah. <clears throat> So, and I'm glad that you're enjoying the novels. Um, and uh, did you happen to read the newest one? That's all? I've read them all. You read them all. Oh. I'm, okay. I'm waiting for, impatiently for the next one. That hopefully will be released soon. I'm shooting for the end of this year for book three to be out. Um, but if mm. you are subscribed to my newsletter, um, I have information on my newsletter as well. And um, I also have a street team. So if you want to join that and street team members get first tips on everything. So um, let me know. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, also, uh, just so you know there, um, uh, guests, if you, uh, if you go to the uh, FB event, the Facebook event that I set up for, Sola, mm-hmm. uh, you could actually find all those links. If you scroll all the way down, you could uh, find all the links that she uh, has provided for me. Uh, one is the street team. There's a couple other uh, links up there. You can find all the links on that event page. Yes, that too. Cool. Awesome. I look forward to it. Awesome. Thank you very much for calling in. Thank no problem. you. And also- Thank you. And also, if you want to put your name in the event as well, so I am going to be giving away a few things to callers. So if you just put in there and let me know that you did call, um, I will put you in the little drawing to win some great swag. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I love you. the Maurice book in the cover. I love it. You, just, it's you love it? the best. I love awesome. it. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was so cool chatting with you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I chat, chatted with the movie star. <laughs> I'm not a movie star yet. I'm not rich and famous. Not yet. <laughs> okay. Thank okay, you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're 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 a movie star. So uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm a movie star or I know, I, I, I'm like everyone else. I try to be level headed on that. I know, I know. You're a very good writer, though, I have to say. You know, you're up there in the ranks there on uh, Amazon.com, almost around the ranks of bestsellers. So, you know, really exciting stuff going on for you uh, and uh, so on and so forth. Unfortunately, that was the only caller that we had, uh, you know. But, uh, you know, we'll hang around a little bit longer, maybe another five minutes uh, to see if we have any other callers that want to call in. Uh, again, uh, for those of you not in the chat room, um, also just keep in mind she has some giveaways. So if you do call in, you'll qualify for the giveaways. Um, 
and uh, the dialing is 724-444-7444, and the uh, caller ID, which will prompt you to call in, is 137087 number sign, and the PIN, which they'll also prompt you to call in one number sign. So we're going to go, uh, I think, another five, five to seven minutes here, um, you know, uh, just to see if we have any other callers, you know, for your giveaways and so on and so forth. You know, like I said, you were the highest when it comes to um, authors so far in getting people to come to your event uh, page. Uh, that's awesome. You know, please invite them all to please join our author group through JGF. A lot more inter interesting stuff is going to be posted there. A lot more great events for authors are going to be posted there. You know, so please invite all your friends to come and uh, join up with the uh, JGF Authors Connection group there uh, that I posted in your um, in your event there. Um, also, not only that, uh, but we're going to have, you know, the event folder for uh, authors. And basically what that's going to be, you know, is not only the shows, but we also plan on having events for authors, you know, coming down the pipe, you know, where we start bringing in funds uh, and, and allowing authors to come together at, at, at events you know, in their areas, you know, uh, you know, not to make it in one specific area. And then we would actually have like a conference for authors to come in one specific area around the country as we move along, you know. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting, you know, moving forward, you know, as we evolve with JGF and as we evolve with WIRN Internet Radio, you know, like we, like I said, we're just startups. You know, we're going to, you know, have all these wonderful events, you know, coming up for authors and, you know, even poets, you know, people that write poetry, uh, people that write short stories, people that blog, you know, we're going to have different things for people like that as well, you know. Um, and when it comes down to it, you know, I think authors need a lot more acclaim. You know, there's not meant yeah. much acclaim out there for authors. Uh, what do you think about that, Sola? I mean, there's not much acclaim out there. No, it's, well, I mean, it is not, there's so many authors, though. There's so, since now with the whole self-publishing thing, I mean, it, almost anyone can call themselves an author and put on a book. So yeah. it's really hard, and I think, I think the the whole thing is kind of overwhelmed at the moment. Yeah. Um, so there are authors out there that do get buried that deserve a spotlight. I mean, I think everyone deserves their chance. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to say that all us there should be, you know, obviously get a claim because, you know, if that's the case, you know, how many, you know, who who's to determine how many authors, what's gonna be the criteria for that? Is there gonna be any criteria? Do you have to fill a certain amount of book? Do you have right. to have your book this, you know. So I mean, in a perfect world, I wish everyone would get their due, their spotlight. Uh, but sometimes it just doesn't really happen that way. Um, however, I do think now that um, you know, agents and even the big five have to, you know, they can't really ignore it, that there are some self-published authors who do rather well that are, you know, outranking some of the other authors from the big five. 
So, uh, and there is, you know, there there are people who love reading indie authors. And so I do think that there should be less, there should be more respect. Um, and I, I don't, I, I hate seeing, and I hope that these things will disappear when people talk bad about indies and self-published authors. I think in that regard, I think respect across the board. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all about the indie author. You know, I I want to get the sure. indie authors out there. You know, I mean, I believe in in the published authors, but you know, to me, you know, getting those indie authors out there at least gives them a shot. You know, at least gives them a yeah. shot at something. You know what I'm saying? You know, at least gives them a shot at that acclaim. You know that you know who knows? I mean, like again, you know, it depends on the reviews. It depends on the sales, so on and so forth. You know, and. You know, to me, as many authors as I could get out there with the show and one of the events that we're going to be doing and stuff like that with authors, the better for me. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, me helping others, you know, get themselves out there, I think is awesome. You know, and uh, that's what I'm all about, you know, helping other people, you know, and helping other people in, in various ways, not just authors, but a, I help, uh, I'm an advocate for chronic pain patients, you know, I do different things, you know, that that really make me happy, and this is one of them, you know, and and so on and so forth, and that's why we created Authors Month here on WIRN Internet Radio. So I want to thank you, Sola, you know, for being here with us, being our very first guest, Um, and uh, those giveaways are still out there, folks. Uh, She's got a couple of things that she's given away um, you know, so maybe we could set something up on your event page, uh, Sola, or something like that, you know, for the people that are interested in getting involved with your giveaways, you know, maybe maybe we could set something up on your event page after the show here, uh, and, uh, you know, maybe we could get them involved on the event page a little bit. Continue using that event page, though, Sola, you know, because, you know, throughout Authors Month, we want you to get more acclaim, okay, so... Continue yeah. to use that uh, that event page, you know, post anything new, you know, that you have in there, you know. Uh, well, I do yeah. have, um, yeah. on my author page, I do have another giveaway um, that pretty much, um, I can, I guess I can put the link also. Well, the link is already in there for my um, author page. Um, it's okay. pretty much a giveaway, and all people have to do is just like the post, like my page, share it or tag their friends and on June 30th, 30th, sorry, June 13th, this Saturday, um, I will use random.org to pick one winner. Awesome. They can enter that giveaway if they want to as well. Awesome. Awesome. So like I said, so please continue to use that event page uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, I was really excited to have you on as our first guest and, uh, You've been a great guest and a wealth of knowledge, and thank you for coming on and talking about your books. Uh, we want you to have promo time right now, so please let everybody know where they can find your books and where they can find you on the Internet. Okay, well, I'm on Facebook. Um, my author page is Simon Morrison. Obviously, the links are already in the event page on Facebook. Um, also, I'm on Twitter, Simon Morrison. Um, also, you can find my books on Amazon, um, just type in Demon D E A, sorry D E A M H A N, and uh, you'll be able to see the books. <laughs> also, if you want to know more about 
Demon. I do have my own website, along with a Demon website that has a listing of characters, of the clans, of the books, um, that one's demon.com, and then also assignmorrison.com. Awesome, awesome. I will be posting the archive of this great show in her event page, and I'll also be posting it on a few other places on the uh, on the uh, JGF Connection wall. I'll also be posting it in uh, Tears of Crimson uh, page and group uh, run by uh, our favorite author, um, uh, Michelle Hughes, which we are in connection with, and she is also sponsoring, you know, this great event, you know, here on uh, WIRN. Uh, she is one of the sponsors of this great event here. Uh, we'll be posting it on there. Uh, we'll be posting it also on the Authors Nook uh, main event page. We'll be posting it there. I'll be posting it on my main Facebook wall as well. So everybody can take a listen to this great show that we've uh, we had here today with Sola. And uh, please pass it around to your friends and family, too, so they can take a listen if they didn't listen live during the show. So I want to thank Adi there in the chat room. And, of course, I want to thank Sola for being our guest today. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> and this is Joey Gagel signing off for another great show here at the Author's Nook. Please tune in tomorrow. We have two other authors coming on. We are going with this thing until June 26th, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get excited about that. Take care, everybody. Joey Giggle signing off. Bye-bye now.